0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet to get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already played Fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our brand new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN. And crew, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash discord. Drivers, start your...
1: in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not
0: beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things.
1: Now, here are your hosts, Rod Villa Gomez and Cody Zeeb.
0: Thursday night you know what that means. It is time for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast DFS edition as we walk you through some of our favorite plays this week in all of your favorite DFS contests. Of course, ours is listed in the brand new Discord server. Please make sure to go over to the NASCAR channel now on the Discord server, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Join us because we're having a lot of fun and it's race weekend, so we're going to have even more Cody Zeeb, Rod Gomez joining you again today. Cody, back for DFS, man. You gotta love it. Uh, it feels like we just talked yesterday, though.
1: It does. It feels like we've talked a few times this week, and uh, <laughs> man, I'm so excited. I'm loving it. Really loved the betting show yesterday where we had more time, more bets, more time to talk about the bets. I've heard some good feedback already from a few people, so I appreciate everybody listening, and Man, we we had some good good DFS picks last week, and I'm excited to do it all over again this week.
0: I'm telling you, I, I, the DFS picks are a little more fun, in my opinion, sometimes than some of the betting picks, only because uh, you get to be a little more creative, uh, and and there's a lot more leeway in in DFS because you're kind of just looking for you know finishing positions and passing and laps led betting. It's all or nothing, man. You you either win it or you lose it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you, I mean you're kind of looking throughout the whole field, like. You're not necessarily just looking, and we try to give out some bets with some guys that are a little farther back, but you're not always looking at the really cheap guys like we're going to get into on the DFS side of things and find a guy that, yeah, you're not going to bet him top 10 maybe. You're not really going to find a matchup you like, but he can be very valuable to you throughout the day. And again, like we talk about with betting, it helps you pay attention to the whole field because if you're rooting for a guy like Corey LaJoy and he's running 20th or something like that, that's a really good day for a guy that you're only paying that much for in DFS or, or fantasy or, or wherever you're playing these guys. And again, that's the thing too, is not necessarily just for DFS, any type of, or yeah, any type of DFS or fantasy plays that you have, you know, if you play, we have a league, um, a listener league with NASCAR fantasy live that we use and stuff like that. You, you can use all of these guys in all of those places, depending on your scoring formats. These are guys to look at because we really like what they're going to do or what they've been doing lately and stuff like that. So I, I love the variety of places you can use them. It's not necessarily limited to just one place.
0: Absolutely. If this is the first episode that you're listening to uh, as far as the DFS is concerned, then we are going to do exactly what we've done before. We're going to give you three drivers apiece uh, at each sort of price interval, right? The highest price, the mid price, the low price, the value prices. And uh, we'll just break down our favorite plays at each of those positions. And, uh, and at the end, we'll kind of, we won't massage you through a lineup, but we'll, we'll make sure that you know uh, where our heads are at as far as what we're looking at to, to roll out. Uh, prices are up. As always, we don't know what the starting positions are, especially because uh, the, the qualifying won't take place till this weekend. And we figure it's still better to give you a couple more days' lead rather than try to jam a show in after qualifying so that way you can, you know. These bets sort of hold up regardless of position. We're kind of giving you who we think is going to thrive no matter what position they're in. And in fact, if they start at the back and they're higher price, that's even better for you because then they'll move up and they get those position uh, changes if we think that they're going to do well in the race. So uh, that that's where we're at. This week, again, if you haven't listened to a, a NASCAR episode this week, we are in Loudoun, New Hampshire. We are getting ready for the Ambetter 301 at this little over mile track. It's flat, no banks. Uh, this track is known for extended leads of, of sometimes well over 100 laps. So when we start talk, talking about lapping or or, or uh, leading laps as, as being points, that's that's very important at laps like this. Um, not a lot of passing for the lead that we've seen, but then again, we know this race car is capable of anything and everything. We've seen it all season long. We'll probably see it again this time, but we also should not be surprised if we see kind of a stretched-out race that that doesn't have a lot of the lead changes that we're used to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you kind of hit the nail on, on the head with everything there. Yeah. Um, we're really, in the past, it's really been where you have that one dominator guy. We've seen things go this year. There's almost not been hardly any races where you have one guy. There's been, there's been a few here and there where one guy kind of dominates, but we've not seen that much this year. Uh, again, we talked about Richmond earlier in the season. was one of those tracks previously. It was not this year. So I think the way that, that you're going to want to go is try to find two, maybe even three higher-priced guys that you can squeeze in there and hope they kind of spread the love between all three of them where you get your lap slide your fastest laps with all of them and then maybe on the lower side you can kind of get those place differentials and finishing positions because that's that's also super important
0: Indeed, just like any DFS contest, there are ridiculously high priced guys and they're there for a reason mainly all you know50,000, dollars, you spend 10,000 on one, you got to get creative. but uh, let's talk about who we're gonna spend up for in this contest, Cody, and who is worth that 10k price tag uh, that they have coming in because I know you have one that you're starting off with.
1: Yes, uh, actually going 11k all the way at the top of the board, uh, Kyle Bush, He's the most expensive driver this week. I I tried not to pick him because he's the most expensive driver. And <laughs> I was just telling you right before the show, I, I can't not put him in here at this track. He, he's just, he's been so good here before. He's been so good at this track, at the style, and he's had a pretty good season so far. We've seen, he was leading the race last year, very early in the race, the raindrop incident, spun his car out. I don't know if you remember, that's when he uh, rubbed on the pace car after that. He was he was pretty mad. Uh, I think that that's going to be a, a little bit of a fire lit behind him coming back, remembering what happened last year. Essentially, NASCAR kind of screwed him. I mean, it's it really what happened. They did not call the caution when they should have. It screwed him and a couple of other drivers out of even a chance to really run the day. I, I think he retired shortly after that from the race due to his damage. So he's going to be fired up. Um he, he has wrecked the last two races here. He's not finished, so, so there is that. Again, we talked last year. It wasn't really his fault with the rain deal. Um, but back in 2019, he led 187 laps here. 2017, he led 133. Uh, or he led, yeah, 133. Um, he's led 1,182 laps at this track. That is a lot of time in front of the field at this track. And, again, we talked about it where Toyota and Ford has been better here than the Chevys have. Now I went against him uh, being you know, on the hot streak he's on, so he might be a good pivot play if you don't want to be super chalky with guys like Kyle Busch or in addition to Kyle Busch even. But Kyle Busch is just too good to pass up on in DFS in fantasy this week. He's done it here so many times. He's got three wins. He's got 14 top tens at this track. He can run up front. He can dominate the race, and you're paying up for him at the highest price tag on the board, but uh, I think it's well worth it. And that's what you're
0: paying for. You're paying for those laps led. You're you're paying for those fastest laps. You're not necessarily paying for the, the differential in place because he could probably end up starting around the front, especially if qualifying goes the way it should. But Kyle Busch, yeah, it's definitely been a very frustrating season for him. But on a track like this, it, it – kind of lends itself to a get-right day. And if there's anybody that's anybody that can turn something around, it's Kyle Busch. And, you know, again, this is the last season for Mars as a sponsor. It's the last. Kyle wants to get this car into victory lane more, especially toward the end of the season, for, for many, many other reasons than that. Obviously, he's a, a very competitive guy in and of his own right. But, you know, the time for him and Gibbs may not be long either. It's just... There's a lot of different factors floating into Kyle Busch, and it's just I feel like this is a, a track that he can continue to uh, kind of push the envelope a little bit, try to get back into into victory lane, and he's dominated here before, just like you said. And last year, boy, last year, you just know that was a, a thorn in his side. Yeah, and he was good.
1: He was good in practice. He was good in qualifying, started up front, jumped out to the lead early. Again, we didn't really get to see much from him because of the rain incident. But And if you look back, too, over the last few races – I mean, he had 46 fast laps in, uh, at Worldwide Technologies in St. Louis, kind of a similar, more track like that. One where Toyota seemed to be really good that day, um, where they've been really good at tracks like this. So he's been getting some fast laps. He's been getting some laps led. And again, he, he's just got the track record on this track that makes him too good to pass up. Indeed.
0: All right. We talked about uh, the dominance of Toyotas and Fords on this track in the past over the last few years. It's been a long time since the Chevy won this race. Uh, But, you know, go back and listen to the betting episode. We break it all down for you. But in that vein, I am going to take my high price driver as Joey Logano. Uh, Look, I get it. I understand that Logano has not necessarily finished well over the last couple of races. Uh, look back at what he did last week in Atlanta, where he finished 26th, 27th over there at Road America. Uh, but before that, he had a ninth place in Nashville, and he won at Gateway. He won at Darlington, finished third at Bristol, second in Martinsville. Uh, Phoenix, another short track, he, he, or not short track, but you know, shorter track, finished in eighth. So, again, it's not like Logano's completely been out of luck all season long. Eight top tens. But the last couple weeks, he's just fallen on hard times. But at this track especially, he is riding a streak of four straight, five straight top ten finishes uh, with a fourth-place finish last year, fourth-place finish before that, two ninth-place finishes back-to-back in 2019, 2018, and a tenth place in 2017. Uh, He's won here in 2014. All told, he's only missed the top ten in ten of his 23 career starts on this track. Eight top fives, two wins, average finishing position, 14.2, of 14.2, but uh, what I'm interested in is, is that run of top 10s, which means he is going to finish at the front of the pack, which means he's going to get points for finishing at the front of the pack. So now all it leaves it up to is where he starts. Uh, if he starts somewhere in the middle of the pack, then you definitely are good because he's going to get some differential points uh, and, and, and good finishing position. Is he going to lead a lapse? Probably not. He doesn't lead laps at this track. Uh, but the glory of DFS is that you get to roll out a ton of different lineups. Can you fit Kyle Busch and Logano in a lineup and try to squeeze some other drivers in? Possibly, but it's going to be hard. <laughs> I mean, when you when you spend two-fifths of your budget right up the front on those drivers, then that's, that's a little difficult. But you can try to get creative. And, and with a guy like Logano and you know he's going to finish somewhere in that top ten, maybe even inside the top five like he's done the last couple of years. For $10,000, I'll, I'll eat that a little bit, and I'll at least try to get creative with some of my back-end guys to see how much differential placing I can get. Uh, maybe wait till qualifying happens to, to sort of finish out the roster, but I'll build a couple of them with Logano as the anchor and maybe hope that he can finally get to the front in Loudoun and, and, and uh, lead some laps.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I he's probably not going to be a super popular play this week. He's the second highest guy on the on the board. There's a couple other more sexier names maybe in front of him. So he could be that pivot play, and if you're, especially if you're trying to take down a bigger contest, more the big money ones, you have to get different. You have to play different things. It may not sound sexy at all, and that's what you want sometimes, and there's a good reason to take a guy like that. We've seen he's got the wins uh, already this season – Gateway, we just talked about. He won there. He's won at LA Coliseum, if you want to go back to that. Shorter, flatter tracks where he's done well. He's got the track history here of the good finishes and all of that. So, yeah, a great pivot play and a guy that I don't think a lot of people are going to be on. And if you want to be different and you need to be different, this is a great place to go.
0: It's just one of those things. I I have this feeling because Logano seems like he's due. You know, you you watch him race every week and you think, oh, look, there's the 22 car up in the mix. And then all of a sudden something bad happens. You're like, oh, man, poor Joey gets caught up. Poor Joey gets caught up. I feel like this is one of those races where poor Joey is not going to be poor Joey and he may actually be, hey, Joey and cashing you some tickets. So, uh, yeah.
1: And despite their struggles earlier in the season, we've really seen Penske kind of pick it up lately. I mean, Ryan Blaney's been super consistent. He's he's had issues not being able to snag those wins, but he's been running up there. He's running second in the points. Cindric has looked a lot better every week, it seems like. They're really figuring stuff out there. And Joey Logano, like you said, he's been getting better and better, and he's kind of hanging in there, and you see him up there. So why can't this be his week, you know?
0: I'd be fine with the top five. That's fine. As long as he starts somewhere from 10th outside, those five-point differentials will be fine, and then – The finishing position is good enough for me. So, especially if something bad happens to somebody else at the top, I'm good. So,
1: exactly. There you go.
0: All right. We're going to step away, come back for stage two, talk about some mid range folks. But before we do, let's tell you about Win. Make sure to get down on the Wins Bet $50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. You're betting baseball. You got to check out Win Bet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best play. In MLB. And look, we know that you love to bet all kinds of sports. You're not just a NASCAR better. You bet everything. But you got to get over to win to make it happen. Do you want the ultimate fantasy football experience? I know I do. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st. You're going to get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club. This includes a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you. And get this, your entire League, Go ahead and throw multiple entries at it. It is a loud. So much to choose from, and all you got to do is download the WinBet app now or visit WINBET.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let's move on to Sleeper. It is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players just made— Another couple of picks in my Scott Fishbowl League and I'm loving the fact that Scott's on Sleeper and that the whole league is on Sleeper and you probably already have Sleeper because you're probably already drafting all of your teams on there. Cody's shaking his head. I know I still use it for all of mine. It's a game-changing product and it's unlike anything else in the industry. But more importantly now, you can make money on Sleeper too just by playing their new over-under game. It is super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Pick the over-under, for example number of points in basketball, hits in baseball. Then you choose the amount of money you want to enter in the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. That is a lot of money. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under game on Sleeper is it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest, we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It is insanely fun to ride this thing out together. Stop what you're doing right now. Download the Sleeper app to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends. Make some money. Go do it on your mobile phone. Join our listener group over at Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $1 hundred dollars to strike. Right. join our squad get the hundred percent deposit match at sleeper.com slash sgp terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details if you're not on the discord right now the sgp and discord what are you waiting for head over there we're all over there you, you may notice that the slack is a little quiet why because we're all over on discord now make sure to go check it out it's not only got nascar guys this thing is a living breathing community at this point we have we have lifestyle channels. We've got sports channels. We've got food channels. We've got DGEN's only channels where there's stuff that you probably have never thought you could even bet on living in those channels. Discord is hopping right now. You got to get over. You got to check it out. It's the perfect place to interact, sweat bets with the entire SGP and crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com right now. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Get in on the action get in on the action it's hot and heavy over there isn't it it is i love it so much i have i've been digging through those channels man and i'm just i think to myself did half of these exist in slack and i just didn't know it
1: (laughs) i don't know i was in a lot of channels on slack so i think they might have but (laughs) it's so much easier on discord to see all the channels and the options like again you know slack was was great while we used it and stuff but the Discord is such an easier platform, much more user-friendly. You can see everything that's going on, easy to get in, change settings and notifications and all stuff like that. So, yeah, it's uh, if, you, if you're not over there yet, definitely need to slide in and then start chatting it up with us. And again, not just NASCAR. There's a NASCAR channel, yes, but fantasy football, NFL, college football, college basketball, tennis. There's a fat guy channel for food recipes and pictures and stuff. So so anything crazy. and everything you want, get in there.
0: Hey, and we're actually going to be experimenting with this voice option too. Uh, we're going to figure something out in which we can get everybody in the in the Discord channel. We're going to make an episode out of this. We'll be the first yeah, show absolutely. to do it. Yeah,
1: yeah, so, yeah, dude. You know, record a live episode there. Maybe have some some people on, ask questions and kind of feel stuff out while while we're doing it. So. Yeah, get in now. That way, whenever we do get that up and running, uh, you're there and ready to go. We'll
0: work it. We'll tell you. Exactly. Keep an eye on that Discord channel. Uh, But right now, we're trying to win you some DFS money, and we're going to do this with the step-down players. They're not necessarily the most uh, expensive, but they're not the bargain bin of uh, of the DFS world. So, Cody, who is your next value play that's not all the way value?
1: Well, next up, a guy that, you know, I just love this guy each and every week, of course. Uh, Maybe not so much, but uh, definitely on him big time this week. If you haven't listened to the betting show yet, go back and listen. A lot of Harvick love this week. Uh, Kevin Harvick, he's at 8,800. That seems to be underpriced to me and just seems like super good value. Again, this guy is almost a guaranteed top 10 machine on these types of places. Yes, of course, anything can happen, but majority of the time, He's going to be up there. That's what you need from these kind of guys is guys that can finish good. He led 66 laps here last year. So not only can he get you the good finishing position, he, he can get you the laps led. We talked about it in the betting show. We don't need to rehash how good he's been at this track. Active leader in wins. He, he's led all kinds of laps here. I didn't add them up, but it might probably rivals Kyle Busch, I'm sure. Um, again, he's, he's not been as dominant you know, this year and last year, as he was previous to that, where he had nine wins a couple years ago. But we've seen solid runs from him. He can do it. If he can get up front in the clean air, we talked about how it's been hard to pass here before. A pit strategy, a pit stop gets him out. He's had one of the best pit crews. They made a swap with him in the 14 car a couple of weeks ago, and it seemed to improve actually both of those teams and work out well for him. But Harvick's team specifically has been a lot faster. If he can get up front, get out there, he might be able to lead some laps, get some of those fastest laps for you in addition to an almost certain good finishing position, which is what you need from a guy in the middle tier like this. So Kevin Harvick, 8,800. Again, absolutely just love him this week. Maybe not something to win, although, you know, Rod's Rod's going to ride that train. And I'll ride it with you because why not? But uh, there is value there. But, but again, a lot of value in him and anything and everything this week. So just pile on the Kevin Harvick and uh, hope for the best. Again, clipping that out. That's going to be the, uh, the what I use.
0: Uh, you look at some of his place, place differentials this season. 32nd in Fontana, where he started. He finished in 7th. 25th in Vegas, he finished 12th. 16th in Phoenix, he finished 6th. Uh, look at what he did in Darlington. 35th, he started. He finished 4th in that race. So Some pretty gigantic swings. Uh, Road America, he got... Uh, he started twenty eighth, finished tenth. So he's had some really gigantic swings in place differentials that have led to some pretty good uh, solid days. In Sonoma, he had sixty one fantasy points. Uh, the quick trip two fifty, he had fifty two. Um, you know, big fantasy days. That that Goodyear four hundred, he had seventy two points as well. So uh, sixty four or sixty two in the Wise Power. So yeah, I mean, there's like I said, there's been some big fantasy days for Kevin Harvick, whether or not the success on the track has been notable the fact that he's he's scored some pretty big days in dfs is uh, is pretty hefty and and i like that especially again at this price tag it's 8800 like I, I don't understand why he's under 95 at this track, especially this week. So. Right,
1: yeah, and that's what I was kind of expecting as I was going through the drivers, and I'm like, wow, he's way down here. He's in close enough that I can consider him the, the mid-tier to, to put in and play him, but yeah. I mean, if you look back over his last, I think it's his last 12 starts here, he's only qualified in the top 10 twice, so the qualifying program's not super on top, which is actually a good thing for DFS if you're wanting to play him like this. If he qualifies a little farther back, but... He's still going to get those good finishes that we've seen from him, especially this kind of track. Uh, You know, we talked about a place like Phoenix where he's been 18 top 10s in a row at that track. Again, he didn't qualify well, but got the finish to reflect, you know, and and score those those DFS points that you need and want from him. So, and if he does qualify good, well, then maybe, you know, he is going to lead some laps or get some fastest laps. So, kind of a win-win either way there with Kevin Harvick. So, yeah. I mean, if you
0: didn't take him, I was going to. That was uh, flat, flat, simple. That's exactly who I was going to take, but I f- had a feeling you were going to be on him. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to pick another driver. So the driver that I'm picking is the winner of last season's race. And look, it's not just because he won last season, but Eric Elmerola is priced at $8,100. And you look back at his last four races here, third place finish in 2018, 11th place in 2019, 7th place in 2020 and 1st in 2021 that last year he started 22nd and finished in first place so that is a gigantic day uh, as far as place differential is concerned really again this is more of just a, a, a recency bias on this track eric almirola has has not necessarily been the greatest of drivers and consistent this season but you look at uh last week he finished eighth in atlanta He's also doing some good things, too. He had a 21st start in Sonoma, finished 14th, 5th place at Gateway. Um, Charlotte, he had 7th place differential uh, points for you. So, you know, this is a guy that I'm I'm not... I'm almost treating him like a value, but with high upside to actually do something at this track again this year because he's done well over the last few years at this track. and I, And I really want to... Go ahead and say that he's going to be a safe enough person for me to bet on. He's led laps here, too. In 2018, he led 42. Uh, last year, he led 25, led 12 in 2019, and even two, uh, The probably the first two in 2020. <laughs> so, again, Eric Almirola, not going to give you gigantic numbers, but still in for a decent enough day. Uh, look back at what he's done. Last week, he got you 55 points. Um, he got you 41 points. Uh, at the Geico 500 and 52 points over there in the Pennzoil 463 at the Wise Power 74 at the Daytona 500, so you know he's he's given you some good quality fantasy days, and I have a feeling that this might be another day in which he will do exactly that.
1: Yeah, again, another guy I really like this weekend. Uh, you know, I we talked about it. He won here last year. He always runs well on these short flat tracks, and. I'm, it almost seems like people are surprised every time, like, "Wow, El Marola, where did he come from? Why was he good here all of a sudden?" Like, he's—it's not all of a sudden. Like, it, it, he's always good at these short flat tracks. So I think you just gotta—you just gotta ride with a guy like this. Again, not had a ton of great qualifying efforts this year, kind of middle middle of the pack more so. So you can get those place differential points, but again, one of those guys that there's a really good chance you're gonna get a good solid finish out of. And in this price range, that's really what you want. And there is an opportunity for him to get up front and lead some laps. Probably not going to see that. It could happen. But um, I think you're going to get that solid finish. You're going to get some place differential points. So, yeah, love this uh, for a mid-tier guy. Almirola. I mean, again, we've, we've talked about it. The Fords, the Toyotas are the ones who have had the success here, specifically guys like Harvick, guys like Almarola are the short track, short, flat track specialists. So, you know, don't overthink it. Don't, you know, just stick with these guys, you know, are going to do well and always do well on these kinds of tracks.
0: And this 10 team needs a win. They need something. They need a gigantic lift or a boost. And if they want to get into the postseason for sure.
1: And we've talked about it with some of these teams, you know, they might have one weekend circled. This is our best chance to get in. We talked about it with LaJoy last week at Atlanta that was their best chance and again you could say that with daytona coming up too but this was a really good chance for them to do it maybe the best chance that could have be the case here with almarola they know he won here last year they know he's been solid here this is his style of track so uh you know uh, it could be the one circle the one they're focusing on and then you hit it good good with him they could throw everything
0: they've got at it and at the very least, again, give you a solid DFS day. We're we're not talking betting. We're not talking about winning. We're just talking about giving you a nice quality DFS day. And I, I feel like Eric Almarola is a safe bet for exactly that this week. Come back in stage three. We're going to give you some of our value plays and the guys that are well below what we what we're comfortable spending on uh, on them. But you know, whatever, we'll we'll figure it out when we get there. Stage three continues when we come back. But first, let's tell you about Trade Coffee. It is the official sponsor of not just the SBG, SGPN, but me because I'm so hyped up on Trade Coffee. I can't say. S G P N. And I'll tell you right now that the trade coffee system is so fantastic. They give you a personalized set of. Of coffee beans coffee grounds whatever it is however it is you brew it at home they will work with you 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 take a quiz at drinktrade.com sgp they walk you through what you like what you want in your coffee how heavy you want to make it how much caffeine do you want to put in it how much fuel do you need to take off every morning trade coffee will work with you to do that and they are so so convinced that they're going to get it right for you on the first t- the first try that if you don't like it, they're going to use their first match guarantee. They're going to send an expert towards your way to sit down with you and say, what went wrong? Did you not get enough fuel? Can we work with you to make it better? And they will. And not only that, they will send you a brand new bag of something they think will work for you even better for free. What I like, what you like, two completely different things. I like coffee that just straight punches me in the face. You may like a gentle massage. Whatever it is, Trade Coffee has got it for you. And right now, they are offering subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com SGP, that is more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking that quiz at drinktrade.com SGP. Let Trade find you a coffee you are going to love. That's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it stay truly private and secure. On the internet, IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It is literally That simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take back your privacy today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We get down on the list a little bit farther and we find some folks that uh, I, we say it week in and week out, just hopefully they don't lose you any points. You're, just, you're there to make sure that they just stay within their lane and just get you one or two points that you can get. And then if they get you more, it's better. But if they don't lose you any, that's exactly the goal. So <laughs> Cody, who are we looking at to not lose us any points this week?
1: Yeah, a guy that cannot lose you any points and I think can get you some solid points, Michael McDowell. He's $6,500. He has been – man, he's so consistent. This guy, a veteran driver, knows what he's doing, knows how to take care of the car, knows how to stay out of trouble, knows how to get good finishes. Um, He's finished 18th or better in 11 of the last 13 races this season. That's a hell of a streak right there. Uh, I mean, if you're getting an 18th place finish or better, from a guy that's 6500 sign me up for that every time he's going to get place differential points most likely and again solid finishing points and not losing your points getting you a few points um he's got eight top 10 finishes this year you can get a top 10 out of a guy uh you know eight out of 20 races so far he's gotten a top 10. a guy that's only 6500 uh that's pretty good he hasn't dnf'd this year which is a do not finish so he's been kept it clean Out of trouble. He's finished every race. Um, His finishes from the last few years here at New Hampshire, last year, 25th, 19th, and 2020, 17th, and 2019, 26th, and 2018, 23rd, and 2017, 26th, 26th. So, again, not great, you know, oh, we, we got a top 10 or something like that, but a solid finish. Again, getting it home nice and clean at the end of the day and getting you some points. And, again, with the way he's been running so far this year, the level playing field, those those cars have seemed a little better. He's done a really good job this year, obviously. I just read you the stats, what he's done this year. So I would expect him to fit a little better than he has been the last few years. But even a 19th or a 17th place finish should score you enough points when a guy's this cheap that I absolutely love Michael McDowell. I know you've talked about him a couple times already on the DFS show. I stole him from you this week. But, uh, yeah, he, he's a guy that, you know, you just can't quit at this price with the consistency that he gives you and that, that safe floor that he's got.
0: But this is why we love the DFS show, right? We talk about guys like McDowell, who we don't necessarily always talk about in the gambling show because we're talking about winners or we're talking about finishing positions, and he never really factors into that mix very heavily. He'll come out and surprise you a couple of weeks and, and give you a solid finish, he'll win a race, and then you'll be like, ah, oh, that was Michael McDowell. And then all of a sudden he'll fall back into obscurity, but... In these DFS lineups, you need a little bit of ob- obscurity because you need to be able to fit the guys like Logano, like Bush, like Elliott, like uh, Larson, like all those guys that are per- perennially on top. you got to fit those in, and the way you do it is you dig down into these $6,500 range, and then you can dig even lower to where I'm going right now, and that's Corey LaJoy at 5600 Look at the guys that are below him. There's, there's Ty Dillon, Harrison Burton, Ty Gillen, Cody Ware, BJ McLeod, uh, Balecki, and J.J. Yaley. Like, that's it. That's the list of people that are below Corey LaJoy, who was running for the lead last week uh, before obviously getting wrecked out. But here's the thing about LaJoy. And Cody's Cody's really gone on about LaJoy in the betting show because he's he's just kind of a sneaky guy when it comes to uh, finishes and and finding his way into certain areas, especially on some of these tracks, right? So, unfortunately, he hasn't had a lot of great finishes this season. Um, he had a 14th place in, in Daytona. But he's given you some good actual days of, of good DFS play. And one of them was the All-Star Open where he got you 47 points. Yes, you could play DFS in the All-Star Open, and that was something. I mean, it obviously wasn't a sanctioned race, but you look at what he did uh, at the Geico 500. He gave you 53 points, started 33, finished 14th. Uh, 31 points at the dirt race, 71 in Atlanta uh, earlier where he started 33rd, finished 5th, 42 in the Pennzoil 400, 40 at the Daytona 500. So, again, at $5,100, all you want is a a 20-point day, really, is is what you're asking for. And he gave that to you a couple of weeks ago at the Ally 400 where he started 22nd, finished 20th, didn't do anything crazy, but gave you 25 points at 5. That's five times the return on a guy that is $5,000. That's a beautiful day for you. Uh, and if he does anything more for you, then that's even icing on the cake. If he gets you a 40-point day, that's even better. So, you know, you're just trying not to get him to lose you points. And and in the end, he's done that more often than not. Um, really, you got to go back a ways for him to lose you points. But that was, of course, the uh, the, the race in Illinois, and that was not necessarily a great day for anybody. So... Um, yeah, I mean, I love, I love the value for Lejoy. I love that he's coming off of a race that he potentially could have won. That seven team is probably all fired up now knowing that they can be competitive week in and week out. And so if they give him another good car this week, then I think he's going to be in the middle of the pack at the very least fighting for a 15th spot, 14th spot. Um, and, and who knows, maybe another top 10, uh, run toward the end of the race. So, uh, I'll take it uh, for what his price is and the guys underneath them, uh, you know, to me, that's that's probably a better guy with upside than anybody else that's underneath him.
1: Yeah, you're hard pressed to ever find me say anything bad about Corey LaJoy. I absolutely love that guy, but uh, I, I think it's a good thing too. I think a lot of people just kind of plug in some of these higher price drivers and it's like crap i only have a little bit left you scroll all the way to the bottom you find josh blicky down here at 4600 you pick him he's got minus five points one point two points ten points finishes like that all the way down here when you can scroll up just a little bit more you can spend a thousand more dollars and get a guy like corey lajoy and you can get those 46 points to 52 points all that stuff that we just talked about and another thing too Obviously, riding the momentum of having such a great run at Atlanta. And momentum's a real thing in NASCAR. Yes, the cars don't know momentum. The drivers do. The crews do. All of that stuff goes into riding that momentum. We've seen it. We've talked about it. Guys like Chase Elliott and, and Kyle Larson even last year, where they get that momentum and they just keep running well. Michael McDowell, we just talked about it. Corey LaJoy, something this team is going to be looking at. If he gets – so the final race of the regular season is Daytona. There's a chance for him to win that race. He's proven. Obviously, we saw it last week. Super Speedways, he can get in. If they want to make the playoffs, he has to be in 30th place in points to get in with a win. If he's in 31st in points, where he currently sits and gets a win, and it doesn't move him up to 30th, he will not make the playoffs. So they know they have to points hunt the next few races until they get to Daytona, slowly work their way up there, and get in to that 30th spot because if he can win, they can get in the playoffs. And getting in the playoffs for a team like that, just absolutely huge. You know he's going to be balls to the wall at Daytona trying to make up for what happened in Atlanta. So now they have to be super focused on getting those points, getting him in position in case it can happen. So, again, we've talked about LaJoy, a great driver. I really, really, really hope we get to see him in a good ride Maybe he gets in that Childress 8 car even, something like that. I really want to see this guy get an opportunity because I think that he's going to make a lot with it, and he's made a lot with the crappy cars he's had so far. But for guys down in the the bargain bin down here, he's a guy that can give you a solid day, knows what he's doing out there. He is a good driver and elevates that equipment he's in. So absolutely 100% back this play and love it.
0: Spoiler alert, if you – put both Bush and Logano and LaJoy, all three, I suppose, there's some very interesting combinations that you can continue on down the road. So with Corey LaJoy, I'm telling you, it, it is just the possibilities are endless. And I said 5,100, but I think I meant 5,600. But even still, like if you plug in Bush, Logano and LaJoy, have fun because there's actually some things to be done. Uh, well, I won't give the whole you, you lineup away,
1: but... You can even you can go Bush, LaJoy, Logano, Harvick, and McDowell—all guys we've given out—and you still have seventy-three hundred dollars to play with. I not- you guys like Eric Jones, Almondinger, <laughs> Brad Kesel. I'm about to finish the lineup in here with this. I did the same I'm not thing. even knowing the starting lineup because <laughs> I'm gonna play some of that, and we didn't even plan that out. But but it's possible. And I mean, you can fi- if you can find the value in some of these guys where you're not digging all the way to the basement with guys like Balicki or Yaley that are super cheap. But they just don't give you much to work with when a guy like LaJoy and McDowell are down there as well, a little bit more, but they can give you those extra points that you can get. You can build a really solid lineup. So I just I finished I, mine. I, I think that these are, are, are some great plays. Are are you going to tell us who your final driver is? Fine, I'll tell you my final driver is
0: (laughs) only because this is a guy that I think a lot of guys, a lot of people are going to be off of as well because he hasn't, uh, he hasn't had any really good finishes in the last few races. And that's Austin Dillon, Uh, Austin Dillon. Again, he's had some very disappointing races over the last two weeks, Uh, minus one fantasy points the last two weeks in a row. Just horrendous. But before that, 35 points, 34 points, 42 points, 14 points, 47, 38, 41. I mean, the guy's been on a run of at least 30-some-odd points, and right now he's at $6,300. So if I'm going to get five times my my return on investment for him uh, because of the last two finishes, the last bad finishes, that number three car can't be bad forever. And I think this might be a track that they turn it around this season. Not traditionally a great track for him, uh, he only has one top 10 and 12 starts, but again, talked about a level playing field. We keep, continue to do that. Uh, the possibility is there for Dylan to turn it around and quite possibly get a good finish. Again, we're not asking for him to win. We just want some place differential points, and, and he's done it all season long with the exception of the last couple of weeks, uh, and, and I think uh, this is a good track for to, to bank on again.
1: Yeah. And I'm actually going to go guy right at 7,300. Eric Jones talked about him in the betting show. Go listen to that to find out what bet we have on him. But 66 points last week, 44, 31, 52, 40, 27, 38, 49, 54, 41, 32. He's got a ton of races where he's given you good points. We think he can have another solid week this week. So that's a great way to wrap up that lineup. Again, don't necessarily just go plug these lineups in and, and call it a day because we still have to find out starting positions and that will affect how things flow. But these are all good, solid plays. And as we've shown you, you can build a variety of lineups by using some or almost all of these guys that we gave out. So, Absolutely.
0: Again, we're here to we're here to help. So you can feel free to take this research and apply it toward your DFS lineups, especially uh, if you keep an eye on that Discord channel too while we break down the uh, starting positions and how that affects all of these picks. But, you know, again, we're sending you out with at least a solid core of folks that you can start to build your research around and then kind of get out there and, and as the positions are locked in, see where everybody else falls. But in the meantime, uh, you can start playing around and start building some lineups with what we gave you and then just go from there. So, uh, yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun to be had this weekend just from betting, from DFS, from all kinds of other great stuff. And, Cody, the fun continues not just here but on the websites and all everywhere where we do content. So why don't you remind everybody where they can find you all over the web.
1: Yes, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore zeeb. That's the best place to find all my stuff. I'll have an Xfinity article out uh, for the Garage Guys finally get a week where qualifying and practice are the day before. So we get to see, have all that info. So that'll all be in the article, uh, and, and kind of hone in on some final bets that, that we really like for the Xfinity series, excited for that, all kinds of other stuff coming up. So yeah, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. follow the show on Twitter at NASCAR gambling. And then of course, join us in the discord. Um, that's, you know, we transitioned from Slack over to there. It's popping off already. And uh, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll be discussing the races and stuff in there while it's going on, maybe dropping in some extra bets, dropping in some pole qualifiers, something like that. Of course, the DFS contest, $5 contest, uh, just to play against us and play against other guys in the Discord or, uh, you know, other listeners of the show exclusively will be found in the Discord on the NASCAR channel. So join, join to get in on that and, uh, and take our money from us or or donate it to us one of the two uh, I, I ended
0: my run of actually taking everybody's money so you can have my five dollars I think uh, yeah we believe me we switch things up too we don't always play the lines that we give you so I mean we'll give you what we think you should play and then we'll play
1: something complete no I'm just
0: kidding you'll <laughs> well, find and a lot you know, of
1: like we said we get different information that you know as the week goes forward so again guys to keep an eye on but I probably won't play the lineup that I just gave out just to, just to change well not in not in the discord one maybe I'll play it out in the world but yeah. Oh, well, I'm definitely playing. I already I already submitted it in some of them. So. <laughs> I love it. It's done. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> uh,
0: look, we are, we're nearing the end of the regular season, and we are about to get super experimental with this show. We're going to do some cool things now that we've got Discord. Uh, you've already got us out to three episodes a week, so we appreciate that. And we're just going to continue to have fun, continue to just right out the first season and 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 just try to improve this product everywhere we go. So thank you for listening. Thank you as always for being active in the Discord channel, Slack channel, everywhere you're at. Follow me on Twitter at RJV Gomez, find all of my stuff on the Sports Gambling Podcast website and of course keep an eye on the Sportsbook Review for my weekly breakdowns of the race. None this week. They assigned it to another person cuz I got a lot of a full plate, but I'll be back next week with more. Uh, and but until then, ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing. Let's win some money and let it ride.